Hey girl, welcome to Fearless and Unleashed, where we'll learn tips and tricks to live our best life. We are leaving fear behind, ladies, reaching our goals, having some fun while being authentically us. I'm Jeanette Sachs. I'm a mama of three beautiful girls, married to my best friend. I'm a wellness coach and entrepreneur. I'm all about living fearlessly, going after those scary business goals, getting fit while eating ice cream, and simplifying life. I believe when we get out of our own way, we become the best versions of ourselves. So get ready, girl, because we're about to change your life. Hey, my beautiful podcast family. Thank you for joining and listening in again. I have a really juicy episode today. We are going to talk about how do you get into a rut and how do you get out of it? Now, I was sitting here thinking about this because in my mind, I know what being in a rut means, but I thought, what does that actually mean? So, of course, I went and I had to look up the definition of rut. So I'm going to give you the definition first before we get into the episode so that you understand, because even though I knew what that meant, reading the definition kind of blew my mind. So listen up. What does rut mean? A habit or pattern of behavior that has become dull and unproductive, but is hard to change. Tell me that didn't blow your mind. You know, I love looking things up because it gives you a whole different way of viewing things. When you get into a rut, you never really think about, you just think you're in a bad mood, you're just not feeling it. But really, if you think about the definition of it, it's a habit or a pattern of behavior that has become dull or unproductive, and it's really hard to change. So when I read that, before we get into the five things I'm going to say that you can start doing immediately to get out of a rut, if you're feeling just overwhelmed, you're feeling unproductive, I want you to think about this definition. One, it's talking about behavior, which is what we do. It's talking about having a habit of that. And usually the behavior is something that's dull or unproductive. If you think about the definition, all of those things are things we can change. They're in our power. It's not giving you a definition of something you need to do that is so complicated that you have to rely on other people to do. No, like the entire definition of what rut means is your behavior, your habits, your productivity, the things that you do. And these are all in your power. So I want you to be excited about it because I know it doesn't feel good when you're feeling like you're in a rut, but knowing that it's in our power to change, we can literally do something right now. After you listen to this episode, you can go and take action on something and get out of a rut. Usually there are triggers that get you in there. There are triggers that get you into feeling like you're in a rut. There is a pattern of things. If you pay attention to your life, which honestly, I think a lot of times we go through our lives and we don't stop to pay attention to the things that are happening that are making us feel the way that we feel, whether it's frustration and overwhelmness or joy. We don't realize all the little things that happen through our day that eventually lead to how we're acting, what action we're taking, what opportunities we are open to, how we're living our lives, what we're pursuing, all of those little things that we don't really pay attention to. Those are huge because those are the things that are going to take us down the path that we need to go in. So when you pay attention to the triggers, what things are happening in your life that are making you feel that way? Now you know what they are. So when they happen, you're able to identify them. And when you're able to identify something, you are able to implement things like having a plan of what action you're going to take. Because usually if something triggers you that makes you feel a negative feeling, that's going to lead you to doing something that you're trying to cope with it. So usually that leads you to 
watching TV all day, eating junk food all day, and then before you know it, you're in this rut. What if you knew what your triggers were and then the moment they happened, you have a plan that you are going to go on because you know it's happening. So for example, when I'm, say I'm working on a project and I'm really overwhelmed because there's a million things to do to get this project done. And then something happens that triggers it. And I identify my trigger and go, okay, here it goes. This is how it starts. This is where my mind goes. But because I identify it, instead of me doing the usual of being in my poor me self-pity party and getting myself into this rut, I know that it's happening. So I'm going to do the opposite and I'm going to have a plan. I'm going to know, let me just sit down and grab my computer and do one thing, right? I'm going to have a plan that I'm going to follow because I know that that is what's going to get me out of the rut. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. So as you're going through your life, I want you to stop and think about the things that are happening in your life. Try to identify what your triggers are and try to set a plan to help you so that you can take the proper action. Remember, the definition talks about habit. You have to make this a habit. In order for you to change a behavior, you have to replace it with a different behavior. And it's not going to happen the first or second time. You have to mentally prepare yourself to know that, hey, every time this happens, I do this. So in order for me to get different results, I have to do something different. In order for that to stick and become consistent, you have to make it a habit. And how do you form habits? You have to do them over and over and over. And before you know it, your subconscious just does it without even thinking about it. It kind of goes back to my story a few episodes back where I talked about how working out, it just happens for me now. When I first started, I had to make it one of the things that was like, okay, I have to work out, put it on my calendar. I had to make sure that I set reminders and stuff because I committed to this and it wasn't a habit. It was very easy for me to say, oh, I don't feel like working out today. I'm sore. I'm tired. I'm this. I don't feel like it and not do it. But I had done that for a really long time and it didn't get me where I needed to be. My health wasn't improving. Same thing with nutrition, right? And so the moment that I made it a priority and thought, okay, when this happens, I feel like this and then I skip it. And then before I know it, I'm skipping another day and another day and I'm in this rut when it comes to my working out. The moment I identified that and I set a plan, I had to set a routine. And in order for me to be consistent in that routine, I had to make sure that I did it every single day, whether I wanted to or not, all the time until it became a habit. And now working out is just a habit. I like moving my body. My body expects it. And I don't have the struggle of, oh, do I want to work out? Should I work out? It happens automatically. Anything that you're trying to create into a habit, make it easier for you to do it. It takes a lot of focused energy on doing it over and over and over and over and over again until it becomes a habit. Everything that you do in your day, every action that you take, you take it every single day the same way. You drive to work and not even realizing where you're at because your subconscious is taking you there. It became a habit. You take the same route every day. So it became a habit. It is the same thing with any action that you want to take. So that's actually my first tip for you is you have to take action. You're taking action every day. Every day you're doing something in your life. And so you just have to take action into the things that are going to get you to the goals that you're setting. When you're feeling like you're in a rut, you're sitting there not taking action. If you pay attention, think about the last time you were in a rut. Did you sit there and just feel defeated, watching TV, doing things to try to take your mind away from the things that you should be doing? We get into a rut most of the time because things aren't working out the way that we want. Life is hard. You missed a goal. Your business isn't growing. You're having a hard time believing in yourself and even launching your business. 
being a mom is hard. You're having issues in your marriage. And so a lot of times people, instead of focusing on what really is causing that and taking action to fix that, we turn to TV, we turn to food, we turn to entertaining ourselves to take us away from dealing with the thing that is putting us there in the first place. Some people even go and they do drugs, they do alcohol, and all of those things aren't fixing the issue. In fact, some of those things are going to make it worse because now it's going to lead you down other paths of being unhealthy, creating habits around drinking alcohol. And then all of a sudden you find yourself addicted to it. And it all comes down to not focusing on the one thing, fixing that one thing that even put you there, identifying what that trigger is. Number two is stop focusing on all of the things you need to do and focus on one thing at a time. So many times when we set goals, we look at where do I want to be five, 10 years from now? And that's great. Envision where you're going. But if you focus on all of the things that you need to do to get there, you're going to be so overwhelmed and immediately you're just going to go into a rut because you're going to feel like you're so far behind. So focus on the one thing you need to do. If you have a wellness goal, focus on the one workout you need to do today. Don't focus on tomorrow. Don't focus on what you didn't do yesterday. Focus on getting that one workout done today. If you have a project for your work that you need to complete, focus on the one thing you can do today to get at least one thing on your to-do list done. Then when you get that one done, you focus on the next one. Number three is get your mindset right. This should have been number one, to be honest with you, but it's it's not in order. So number three that I'm giving you is get your mindset right. Books, music, motivational videos, podcasts like this that help you with your mindset, friends that inspire you, people that motivate you. Get yourself a coach and a mentor that's going to help you reach your goals, that's going to help you with your mindset. Mindset is the number one thing that everybody needs to focus on in order for you to continue. Because life is going to be hard. And if you're not working on your mindset, it's going to be very easy to quit. Number four is stop comparing yourself to other people. A lot of times people get into a rut because you know where you want to go. You know what kind of life you want to live. You look at other people who are living that life and then you feel defeated. You feel like you're in a rut. You feel like you're never going to get there. And the more you sit online scrolling through people's pages, looking at their lives and not taking action on your own, the more defeated you're going to feel and the more you're going to feel like you're just in a bigger rut than you were before. You need to stop comparing yourself to other people and remove yourself from social media. If that is the trigger, take a break. Remove yourself from social media because I can tell you right now, comparison is the number one killer of creativity. When you compare yourself, you are killing your creativity. Nothing is going to come to you because nothing's going to be good enough if you're comparing it to what other people are doing and how they're doing it. Not to mention the fact that you are your own unique person and anything that you do that someone else did in their business to grow their business or to reach their wellness goals or to live this life that they're living, you're going to do it completely differently automatically because you're your own unique person. You can't be like the person you're looking online. You have to give it your own flair. So automatically it's going to come out different. What you're teaching people is going to be different. Your style is different. Who you are is different. Take a moment, take yourself off of social media, really look at yourself and look at your qualities. Embrace them, own them, develop them more, learn more because you are enough and you can do it. You are enough and you are exactly what someone needs in their life. So you just have to believe in yourself and you have to stop comparing yourself. That is not doing anything for you. And my last tip, which is tip number five, is you need to pay attention to who you're surrounding yourself with. Girl, 
if you are in a position where you feel like you are surrounded by people who don't support you, who don't cheer you on, who aren't trying to do anything with their lives, who are just living day to day, not caring, they don't have goals, they don't pursue anything, and they actually just make you feel like you go into a rut because you're just not motivated or inspired, and they're always negative and critiquing you, girl, you need to change that immediately. You become who you surround yourself with. The energy that people bring to you is the energy that you're going to have. You can't tell me that if you walk into a room, I'm going to give you just a visual. If you walk into a room full of negative Nancys who are just talking about people, don't have anything going on in their lives. And the reason they talk about people is because they're not pursuing their own goals. They're in their own rut. What is going to happen to your energy the moment you walk in there? Even if you walk in after having an amazing day, your energy is going to come down because there's no one in that room meeting your energy. So they're going to bring you down to their level and you're just not going to feel good. But what's going to happen if you walk into a room of women who support each other, who are bosses, who are focused, who are trying to live their best lives and they're sharing tips and they're helping each other and they're having fun and they're being positive. Your energy is going to level up to meet their energy and you need to have your surroundings full of people like that. Because when you're trying to go after a goal and you're surrounded by negative ass people, you're not going to be very motivated to get up and do the work. If your team is negative, you're not going to be motivated to show up. You're going to be negative as well. You need to change your surroundings. You need to find women that are going to inspire and motivate you. This doesn't mean that you're going to get up and actually show up and take action. That comes down to you making sure you're working on yourself and building the habits that you need to build. But when you are surrounded by these women, trust me, it will light a fire in you. Their motivation will rub off on you to make you motivated enough to do the things you need to do to develop the skills you need to develop. There is nothing worse than being surrounded by people who don't want to show up and work, who don't want to show up for their lives, who don't want to show up and do the things that they're trying to do because all they do is find excuses. All they do is find ways to complain, play the poor me card. That's not motivational. And I'm not talking to everyone. Listen, we all go through that. And I'm totally fine with, sometimes you just need a day, right? Sometimes you need an hour. Sometimes you need a moment to gather yourself because you're in a rut and you're feeling that way. But I'm talking about the people that are constantly there and don't do anything to get out of it. You don't need to surround yourself with that. And if you're like, well, Jeanette, I don't have anyone like that in my life. Everyone is so unsupportive. Everyone is so just, uh, it's just negative. I just saw this the other day. Someone said her family wasn't supportive. Listen, I'm going to talk about this in another episode, but I just want to say this on this one. You can find people to support you and you can find people to motivate you that have nothing to do with people who are living with you, people that you know. Okay, a lot of times, every single time that I have invested in myself or I have had a coach and a mentor, I have been open not just to that coach, but to a community of people who are after living their best life, who show up, who help you, who motivate you, who inspire you, who share tips. So one thing you have to keep in mind as well is you need to invest in yourself. When we think about investing in ourselves by hiring a coach, having a mentor, even buying a personal development book, We don't think about the effects that that's going to have in our lives long term. We think about, well, is this a real thing? Do I need a coach? Do I really want to spend this money? Is this even going to work? Am I going to waste my time? Listen, okay, there is no better investment that you can make 
than the investment that you make on yourself. It is not about money. It is not about time. It is not about any of that stuff because I can tell you from experience and because I've been a coach for seven and a half years and I know you spend time on shit that you shouldn't be spending time that's wasting your time anyway. So it's not about, oh, am I, am I wasting my time by hiring a coach? You spend money on things that you shouldn't be spending money on anyways. Let's be real. How many freaking shoes am I looking at every single day that I never wear? I'm literally in flip-flops because I live in Hawaii. I spent money on shoes that I don't even wear. So when it comes to spending money on investing in yourself, you should not, one, second guess that, and two, not do it because it is the best investment that you're going to make. And guess what? Every time you invest in yourself, you learn, you apply, and you take what that coach is teaching you, you're going to make that investment back and some. So I want you to remember this, girl. If you're going to bet on anything, bet on yourself. Please bet on yourself because the only person besides God that can change your life is you. Because you decide what action you take. You decide how you spend your time. You decide who you surround yourself with. You decide what you're going to do from the moment you get up. You decide what you're going to watch. You decide what you're going to read. You decide everything. At the end of the day, you may not be able to control life because life is going to happen to all of us, but you do control your choices and the decisions that you make in every area of your life. And I want you to think about that. I'm going to leave you with that. You control every choice and decision that you make. So when you think about your life and where you're at right now, think about all the choices and the decisions that you've made that have gotten you here. If you're happy about it, great. You did it, right? If you're not happy about it, think about those choices and decisions that you made that got you here and what are going to be the different actions that you need to take to get you out of there and into the life that you want to live. I hope this really helps you and I hope you go after it because you have one life to live. Stop wasting time. Stop playing around, not believing in yourself. You got this and you can do it. Hey girl, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, I would really appreciate it if you took a minute to head over to Fearless and Unleashed on iTunes and leave a review and subscribe to the show so you're notified when the episodes drop. Also, I'd love to connect over on social media, so head over to Instagram and say hi. You can find me at Jeanette Sachs or find the link below in the show notes. Okay friend, go out and be fearlessly you. I'll see you soon.